Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, the character Cephas from the hit franchise series, The Hillbilly Horror Show. You can now experience all the greatness from all the Hillbilly Horror Show. And all you need is a library card. And then you can go to Hoopla and watch them all for free. That's right, free. We love the word free. So, go ahead. For more details, go to the Hillbilly Horror Show Facebook page or go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. That's right, Lulu, Bo, and myself, Cephas, the mumbling idiot. Again, go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com for more details or to the Facebook page. Hello, everyone. This is Grissom Herzog. My very special guest is the talented, astonishing, incredible artiste. It's director, actor, Preston Corbell. Preston, how are you? Fantastic, Scott. Thanks for having me. I've been a fan of Cephas for a while now, and it's, <laughs> hey, it's really an honor to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, you uh, contacted me a little while ago and uh, for a short film, The Name I Know, and then you have a new one called Ellsworth, and uh, I seen that last night, so you got my review. But let's start in 2014. Uh, Nitrous, is that what it's called? Yeah, back in the day, or I guess two years ago. Yeah, back in 2014. Uh, do you want to give listeners an idea what that's about in your experience? Um, sure. Um, to kind of give a little backstory, I started in 2005 and did a lot of big productions, and I was lucky to do that. And in 2014, I kind of started on the filmmaking aspect, so kind of starting over from ground roots. And um, we, we did Nitrous, and we did a, a house that was an abandoned, older, historic house, and it was a great location for that. And we got, I mean, it, it, I work with my sister, so we got her feet wet, and she doesn't have any experience in filmmaking going into that. And uh, I don't have any experience, experience with uh, filmmaking going into that. I had a lot of acting and uh, crew work going into that, but I've never really been a director until 2014. So Nitrous really culminated all that stuff and brought it all together, and um, it was a fun project. And we did a little, a little film festival stuff with it, and... Um, I'll just say, looking at that now, and two years ago, I can see how much I've grown and how much me and my sister have grown. And that being a fun project, it's definitely not our best work. I do want to see it, though. I do want to check it out. Absolutely. So I I want to give a shout-out here. Chelsea Corbell, I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, yeah, you are a... We'll get into it, but you're a fascinating filmmaker. I'm just fascinated by the intellect and the the uh, I, I shouldn't say shock value. I should say the way you make your films. It's either you like it or you hate it. It's fuck you. This is my mindset. This is what I want to do. So take it or leave it. I couldn't agree. And that with- is. And that is an incredible thing about you that I find fascinating. So congratulations on that. Thank you, sir. But uh, Nitrous, I do want to see. Is that available anywhere on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. So I'll send you the link Sweet. right afterwards. I'll definitely check that out. I do want to mention that you were in one of my favorite Cabin Fever films. I loved Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever. You're one of the few. <laughs> no, it, was, it was fun to work on. I don't care what people say. I like that film because it was 
The first one was all right. I mean, but I like two better. And that sounds weird me saying it, but I do. I think one was a little bit boring, but two I found fascinating. Uh, two, the thing I will say is I got to work with Ty West, who now has done a lot of big movies, but back then he didn't do anything. And no one really knew who he was, so that was really cool to be hands-on, and he wasn't all full of himself. Not that he is now, but he definitely wasn't back then, so that was great to be a part of that. Sweet. The next one is a short film that uh, we just went through a Super Bowl, that uh, we have a big-mouth quarterback of the Carolina Panthers who is disgusted after the game, the press conference that he did, act like a little six-year-old. Yeah. And walk away like a little like, like a little bitch. So, but the short film here, I had to say that by the way, I was going to get to my nerves. <laughs> but the short film that we all want to talk to you about is called a Bucket List Super Bowl in 2014. Oh yeah, a once in a lifetime trip to the coldest Super Bowl ever in New York City, directed by Preston Corbell, released February 5th, 2014, starring Preston Corbell as Preston and Michael Corbell as Michael. There you go. Nice intro. That was great. Now, the fun thing about that is first cold weather Super Bowl. Me and my dad went to New York and uh, just got a GoPro and decided to make a movie out of it. That's brilliant. Yeah. See, I see. I, the thing that I can say about you is prime example here. I mean, a lot of filmmakers do make short films or not basically based off of, of their experiences in life, but the ideas that you come up with, it's, I'm just totally blown away by it because the name I know is coming up very soon, and that is very realistic to society today. So you are like a – you help society. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Football fans who went to, went to a game with their father. It doesn't have to be the coldest game ever played. But the idea and concept of a father and son going to a football game. Absolutely. And it, it carries off to other people in their lives. first time I really opened up about my struggles with depression and I wanted to open up in a way that was raw and that people who do go through that or people that don't know much about it can see it for what it is and like you were saying earlier it's definitely not something everyone wants to see or that everyone's going to like so it's either take it or leave it but I've had very positive feedback not from a filmmaking aspect, from from people who have struggled with mental illness and how real it was. So that means so much to me. Well, the reason why that film, I don't, I don't quite remember word for word in my review anymore. I mean, 
again, I'm human. But the power of depression is so rampant in my family. I have two sons and a daughter that gets it. And you, co you combine that with bipolar, it's a mess. I mean, anything can set them off. That's the bipolar part. And if something, if they get out of bed and their mind, there's something wrong, that's depression. And then they're, it's scary. It's very scary. I mean, they're in their 20s now. I look after them still. That's what, that's what a parent does. Because depression, depression is no joke. It's not. It's a serious disease. It leads to a lot of deaths all over the world. And I admire you for telling your story, showing your journey, and dealing with the issues, making it, hey, look, I have it. Again, Preston, you have no idea how many people you've touched in just two short films alone. That means a lot to me. Thank you for saying that. But I, I understand. I mean, you probably don't hear it that often, but the name I know is a film that really, really brought me to understand that what you're trying to do and what you're going through. Not that I have depression, but I deal with depression. That, I mean, just hearing that is great. And it brings, it brings up a lot of emotions for me because that was really my story in six minutes. But the one thing I can say is depression kills and it is as serious as a chronic illness and it doesn't need to be overlooked. And right. hopefully I did that with the film. You know, and a lot of depression leads to alcoholism, leads to drug addiction, yeah, leads to suicide. Absolutely. And a lot of these young generation today don't understand. They probably won't understand this film because unless they have or know someone that has depression. Right. But the cool part about short films, it's eternal. It's always going to be there. Your mark's always going to be the name I know. Who knows? In the future, this could be a, a message to youngsters or, or people that have depression. This is how I deal with my depression. This is how I feel. Now, you tell me how, how, your, you, know, how you feel and what your symptoms are. It's very powerful stuff, Preston. Thank you, man. Very powerful. I'm just very passionate about you for your work of what you've accomplished and what you've done. And you, you are, uh, you are, you know, there's a lot of filmmakers, uh, short films that I've watched over the years that let's make a movie, a horror movie, you know, let's just make one. It's fine. It's, it's great to sit here and watch a short film and say, Oh yeah, get that motherfucker, <laughs> you know, but to, to find other filmmakers that yes, you enjoy horror. Yes, you do. But to be able to put a product out there that's creative, artiste, and has a, has a message to give. That's the difference between you and a lot of other filmmakers. You're not afraid to make that step. You know what? This is my experience. This is how I feel. This is how I want to make my films. Take it or leave it. And usually when you have that motto, take it or leave it, Chances are a lot of people are going to take it because they're like shocked and, and intrigued and, and 
Again, the K word again. Fascinating. So we'll, we'll get to that film very shortly because I'm still not over it. It was a beautiful piece of art. Oh, we'll get to that very shortly here. Um, you have a film uh, that I seen the trailer for. I don't know if it's available. That Rumpelstiltskin Killer um, in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just haven't released it. I mean, there's nothing really holding us back. We just need to go out and release it. But um, that was that story has so much in six minutes. It'd be a feature film. And uh, we were thinking about adapting it to that. But, yeah, we'll, we'll release the short pretty soon. I got a brilliant idea for you, Bubba. Yeah? Won't you put Ellsworth and Rumpelstiltskin on the same disc to a, to a two-short film DVD release in the future? Scott, you're a genius. That's a good idea. Because, because the characters that I've seen in the trailer and the characters in Ellsworth is somewhat similar. No, it definitely is. So... All let's get this bitch rolling. You sent me a link to watch Ellsworth. Grayson Ellsworth it is writing his next novel. Once the pen hits the paper. trailer. Ellsworth is about a guy who's stuck in the train. And what's so fascinating about this film, I don't want to give too much away because people have not seen it, is the things that he does in boredom. A phone. I love the... I, I'm, I gotta be careful how I... I don't want to blow it out. I don't want to say too much, but you're a man of a few words. Yeah. I've never seen a film where there's hardly any dialogue. And you know trick, do you know what's so fascinating about that? What? Is instead of the person listening to you, they're watching you. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most badass, cool shit about this film is it sucks you in. The music gets you into it. And then we're seeing you in the train. And then you're doing your little thing. You got this, this little, you know... The movements, the the facial expressions, the scenery alone in New York City, how it's sped up. Uh, I'll just say the blood scene. Yeah. I'll go no further than that. I don't want to say no more. But that is, to me, and anybody out there that wants to disagree with me, fuck you. Because you don't know what fucking filmmaking is. You have no idea what artiste is. You have no idea what filmmaking is. Until you get behind the camera, until you perform your lines for a no-budget film, until you put time in there, you won't understand what it's like to make a film with no budget or a little bit of budget. 
So that being said, before you go in here and watch this film and call what you want to say, think. How about you make a film and just see what you can do? Amen. So that being said on my rant there, I know a lot of filmmakers, I mean a lot of reviewers out there, that all they want to do, they think they want to be the Howard Stern of the, of the review business. They think that they're entitled to trash a film. Are you getting paid to trash that film? No, you're not. You know what I mean? There's like 18,000 million trillion reviewers out there now compared to when I started back in 2010. But my motto is, if I don't like a film, I do not review it. Because why am I wasting my time reviewing a film I do not like? That is awesome. And I've always been that way. And But this film has hit me so hard is for someone who puts their heart, puts their, their experience, puts their mind to make something, and it's remarkable. I've never seen any film, short film, period, with no dialogue, because it sucks you in. If I can't hear you talk, that's going to force me to watch what you are doing. And I know what your game plan was, and it's fucking brilliant. I was just about to say, if I step back and I look at a film with no dialogue, one actor, and a whole bunch of music, it's, I mean, who's going to watch that? But as you watch it, you're watching the man go through the motions. You're getting involved in the story. Your imagination has to go instead of worthless dialogue. There's nothing wrong with dialogue. But you can see the story develop in your mind, and you can follow it. And that's really what I was trying to get. That's exactly what you did. Thank you. I mean, I was a celebrity guest up in the Parafest in 2013 in Bethlehem, PA, where he actually made a, tra a trip from North Carolina just to come and meet me up at Bethlehem. So we spent a day together. He's a really good dude. And my grandson adored him. So, Kevin, you are the man if you listen to this interview. You keep up the good work and keep going to being a, a great friend. Kevin's amazing. He's given me words that help made Ellsworth and helps keep me going. He's an amazing friend. Yes, he is. So Ellsworth, who has all seen Ellsworth so far? Really, right now, um, I have it in three stores in Austin, so three video stores, and that's it. I really don't. I'm trying to get it on a streaming service, but other than that, no one. Wow. And it, as far as reviewers? You. Really? Yeah. Are you worried about what the – I mean, you know from reviewers in the past, you have an idea of what their tastes are, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you know you're concerned about it getting bashed because they won't understand it, correct? You're absolutely correct. Hmm. Well, i got news for you, Bucky. If they want to see it and they want to bash it, send them my way. I'll take care of the situation because I want to tell you something. In order to be a successful filmmaker, Preston, I, should, I don't need to tell you this, but maybe you, maybe you need to hear it from a veteran of uh, this industry, per se, of reviewing films. People are going to be contacting you once they figure out that Gruesome Herzog has watched your film. People are going to want to watch your film because they wanted to disagree with Gruesome Herzog. That's the fact of life. I've done it for five, almost six years now, and I get it all the time. So my whole point is, people don't always agree with, with, with what I like. It's just a fact of nature. 
But what you need to do is take that next step and say, you know what, I'll take the grief. I'll take it if they don't like it. But you remember one thing, Preston. Just remember one thing. People who understand your quality of work, people who understand what you're trying to do there will understand. The ones that don't like it are complete buffoons. You're not going to please everybody. You're not. You're right. You're right. But you understand what I'm saying. People can hate all they want. But you know what? They're the ones that sit behind a little computer screen like a fucking troll. Won't they pick up a camera? Won't they, get a, won't they write a script? Why don't they hire a cast? I don't care if it's one person. And how about you shoot your damn film and let us watch your film, Mr. Genius? You know what, you know what Preston? They'll yeah. never do it. They'll never do it. It's easy to be a damn troll behind a computer and trash everyone's heart and soul of what the film they've done. It's easier. It is. So, Preston, you are a brilliant filmmaker with a hellacious career ahead of you, which I'm going to work with you. I guarantee it I will. Because I would sooner work for a guy like you than work for one of these useless pieces of shit that have used me over the years. That all they care about is their claim to fame, which they think they have, over people who actually can help them, who has helped them to help get their work out there, that understands their quality of work. Um, I will say, I, I, I think my thing is, I, I leave my heart in my film. I, I, I am my film. So I, I know it's kind of so crazy and off the wall. I don't know how it's going to be viewed. But, you know, I, like you're saying, uh, people are going to be trolls. Yes, you're going to have them. You're going to have them. You need to get yourself out there. You need to get, get that thing submitted in some film festivals. If they reject it, so be it. Then again, you can see who they, what they do accept. And half these festivals, except for the Fantastic Horror Film Festival, is legit. A lot of these festivals, it's a fucking joke because I've known a lot of films that are complete fucking garbage. But because they're friends of the friends of the friends of the friends in the festival, they win awards. Anybody who's not from Texas does not win awards at the Texas Frightmare. Amen, brother. And if they hear this... Eat shit, fuck off. Because you're. Going, I know a lot of films that's outside of Texas that are way better than any film that won an award in that festival has not gotten it because they're either from Pennsylvania, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, but you've got to be in Texas to win it. It's a joke. And this interview's about you, but I just want to show my appreciation for the quality of work that you've done it needs to be seen. I, I just want to sincerely say thank you for helping us out, and uh, thank you for giving us your honest opinion. Yeah, I have nothing to lie about. People can see. You also got to realize too. I'll just say one more thing about people, these trolls. I know numerous times that if I interview somebody after I re reviewed their film. They're less it's a, it, it what I'm saying is they'll say oh, the reason why Scott likes that film is because he's interviewing him or whatever <laughs> so you know people who say that are just envious of my talent <laughs> they can't handle it get out of the kitchen you fool <laughs>
But, um, you know, Ellsworth is, is, is an amazing piece of work. It really is. I didn't think that when, I, when it first popped on, I was a little confused. Like a gnome. Right? It's funny, though. It's funny. I love that, by the way. <laughs> then when I started watching something and, oh, I know what he's trying to do. Because I noticed that there was no dialogue and a lot of music. I said, oh, shit, this is fucking cool. You know, the camera's going over the, wall, or the bay of yeah. New York. And the music's going, you know? I said, dude, I love this. I'm not a fan of that rappy stuff, but... Hey, it gets cool. you pumped up, though. Exactly. I mentioned my review. Exactly right. I liked it because then it viewed over. Then it goes into that subway train. I'm thinking, is that subway train, does it actually work, or is it like a, like from the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> it was so fucked up. <laughs> I was thinking of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, God, that's so great. See what I mean? I was focused on the, on your you and your surroundings. Yeah, and your mind goes wild. Yes. But uh, anyways, you and Sis are doing some great work. I appreciate it. And tell Sis I love her to death. Tell Mom I love her too. Oh, man, they were raving yesterday. My dad texted me, oh, man, that guy's effing awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that voice. That voice gets me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just, you know, I didn't, I, I couldn't say much. But I had to let you know on a review because there really wasn't much that you can say, and if you say too much, you're going to ruin it. Right, right. So I kept, I kept it. I just kept saying, "This is fascinating." <laughs> it's a key word. I'm just like, get out of here. <laughs> I've never seen a film like this. Before. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. That was the quickest forty. Was that forty-one minutes? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. That was the quickest forty-one minutes I've ever watched. That's I said, get the fuck out of here. Then <laughs> you got a dog chasing you. I said, get the fuck out of here. It can't be any better than this. I wanted to jump on the screen and chase that dog myself. <laughs> I know. There's little bloopers at the end. Oh, I loved it, but uh, again, great job. Thank you. I really, I really liked that. That was. Uh, I'm going to watch it again, as a matter of fact. Oh yeah. But it's, it's, I, I just, I just, it's just amazing. I mean, you can't get bored. You cannot get bored watching that film. If you get bored, then maybe you might have, you know, bipolar or something or OCD or something. And if that happens, just watch the name I know, so. There you go. <laughs> and if you really want to get freaked out with a guy in a mash, just watch the Rumpelstiltskin's trailer. Yeah. Scott, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. Um. Yes, now I'm all, now I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great having you on here. It really is. I mean, uh, no, it's great finally getting to talk to you and meet you. Kevin always talks highly about you. Well, thanks, Kevin. I talk. He's a great guy. He, he is. really is. And uh, all right, there, Preston. You take care of yourself, and it's great having you on here. Hey, really appreciate it, and I'll be in contact for sure. Yeah, I bet you people's ears are gonna be burning after this one. <laughs> Not boring, no, not boring. All right, buddy. All right, you take care. Thanks for coming on, Preston. Take care and many, many thanks. Bye. <laughs> 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 Hello.
Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, also Gruesome Herzog. Check out my new Facebook page, Interviews by Scott Guider. So go ahead, give me a like. Thanks.